Friends, today we are going to be reading chapter 3 of Acts. As always, before we begin, let us go ahead and pray over the word that we'll receive today. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the day that you've given us. We thank you for the people in our lives, and we thank you for all the blessings you poured out in our lives. We pray, Lord, for your knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to be able to grasp the word that we're about to receive, to put it to work into our own lives, and to be able to share this word with whoever needs to hear it. Help us, Lord, to bear the fruits of your spirit in all that we do, and allow us to be a beacon of light for your love, kindness, grace, and mercy. Holy Spirit, be breathed into us today, and allow us to walk in your guidance in each and every step. Give us your discernment in all things, and help us to understand the truth behind today's message. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So chapter 3 is titled, Peter Heals a Lame Beggar. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold, I do not have. But what I do have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Walk. Taking him up by the right hand, he helped him up. And instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. This next section is called Peter Speaks to the Onlookers. While the man held on to Peter and John, all the people were astonished and came running to them in the place called Solomon's Colonnade. When Peter saw this, he said to them, Fellow Israelites, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus. You handed him over to be killed, and you disowned him before Pilate. Though he had decided to let him go, you disowned the Holy and Righteous One and asked that a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. We are witnesses of this. By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him, as you can all see. Now, fellow Israelites, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did your leaders, but this is how God fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets, saying that his Messiah would suffer. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out. The times of refreshing may come from the Lord and that he may send the Messiah who has been appointed for you, even Jesus. 
Heaven must receive him until the time comes for God to restore everything, as he promised long ago through his holy prophets. For Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. You must listen to everything he tells you. Anyone who does not listen to him will be completely cut off from their people. Indeed, beginning with Samuel, all the prophets who have spoken have foretold these days. And you are heirs of the prophets and of the covenant God made with your fathers. He said to Abraham, through your offspring, all peoples on earth will be blessed. When God raised up his servant, he sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your wicked ways. So that is the end of chapter three. Sometimes whenever somebody in my family is dealing with something pretty heavy and I pray and it breaks my heart that they're going through this. So I pray as hard as I can that God would heal them or protect them from whatever's going on. And it doesn't seem like God puts his hand over the situation. But while reading this, I think I have come to an understanding that whenever we pray and whenever we're trying to heal people through our prayer, one, we have to have faith, but also we have to understand that it has to be in God's will. Like they were able to heal that man, not only for himself, it's not focused on one person, but so that everybody around him that knew that he was a beggar and that he was disabled and couldn't walk, that they all saw him get up and were amazed because for so long he hasn't had the ability. But all of a sudden now he does. And that restored the faith of those people. So if there is something that you've been praying for pretty hard and you just don't feel like God is fixing the situation, just try to remember that his plan is bigger than anything we have planned. You may be asking for $100 to pay your grocery bill, but it's not coming. And God has something in store for you through the storm. So whatever you're facing, God is preparing you for what is to come. Maybe that $100 is not something that you need right now, but is something that's preparing you for God's blessings. I hope you all enjoyed this message. I hope it reached whoever it needed to. And that's all the time that I have. So till next time.